I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Give me Sarah. And uh, we are two Americans living in Sweden talking about Football. Finally, talking about football. We're like a week late on talking about football. Uh, it was mostly my fault. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm finally done with La Samaya, which is nice. Um, it was a cool project, but it's one of those things where, you know, you're like ready for it to be over. Yeah, glad it's over. Yeah, because it involved a fair amount of travel and going up to Lulio and being away from the family for longer than you'd like to be first couple of days being away from the family is always nice, but <laughs> I think it starts to catch up with me on like day, day, day two, day three, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, wow, uh, if we have any listeners <clears throat> in Lulio, I want them to, uh, to be ashamed of themselves for not giving you tips of stuff to do while you're up there. <laughs> I want to issue the well, on a guilt. Yeah. I mean, in all fairness to the people of Lulio, th- there's not a lot to do up there. And especially now, you know, because everything closes at eight, seven or eight, seven, I think. Everything closes at seven because of the pandemic rules or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so there's just not much to do um, except, you know, go for walks and look for moose and northern lights and shit. <laughs> oh, but um, at least you got to see the northern I, lights. I did. I managed to see the Northern Lights. I brought home some some dried reindeer meat. Oh, um, which is pretty good. I, I tried some while I was up there. We uh, next time we meet each other. Yeah, totally. You've never had it. I'll give you some. I've had reindeer like uh, I've eaten reindeer before, but I don't think I've had it like like smoked and dried or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Torque torque shut. Okay. As they say in Sweden. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. It's been, I've been keeping my eye on on what's been going on uh, in the world of football mm-hmm. and elsewhere. And uh, have you looked um, at any mock drafts? I'm trying not to, but it's like every time I go, I, I go to some fucking what, like I'm like, ah, you know. <laughs> Was it I like said this, this just <clears throat> I don't I don't remember it being like this last year. The other thing the other thing that's weird about it is that I don't think we've ever had a time in football history where the draft was more of a gamble than it is this year, given right. that you you've got college players who some of them didn't even play a single snap last year. Like they sat out the whole year because of COVID. Um you know, so it's like <laughs> they they don't know. You know what I mean? It's like some there's going to be a lot. I think you're going to see more mistakes from this year's draft than than any other. Yeah, probably. I could see that happening too. 
Um, and I seem to think that the Falcons are going to, whatever the Falcons decide to do, they're going to get it wrong. I think. I think the Falcons you know? move. I don't want to be the mock draft dude, but I just feel like yeah. the, the most uh, can't miss guy is uh, Pitts. Well, now the mock drafts are saying that they're going to try and take him at the number four spot. All right. Okay. That would be understandable. But I just, if people were, I think this is a problem in society as a whole, is that people are too afraid to be wrong. Mm, sure. Like, if you're wrong, you're fucking wrong, man. But it's understandable if you decide to take the guy that's, you know, four, runs a 4-4 four, four and is, uh, you know, big as shit and... Mm. A problem mm. for a safety and a linebacker, and mm. fast as a wide receiver. Like you know what I mean? Like it, it's understandable. If that doesn't work out, then okay, you're not an idiot. And he's never. He has the one of the weirdest stats. He never dropped a pass. He's never dropped a pass. Wow. Never. Wow. He's never he dropped a pass that he couldn't. That wasn't like a catchable a ball. Throw, yeah. Well, that yeah. means he won't fit in in Miami. So. <laughs> 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 so uh so I'm yeah. hoping I'm actually hoping that Kyle Pitts is the pick if if he's around for Miami. And I'm hoping that these but I do think that this whole narrative because it it turned into I've never seen it like this, but it looks like the uh the thing they're doing now is analyzing mock drafts. I don't know if I've ever seen <laughs> this crazy shit like Somebody <laughs> posts their mock draft, and then the sports analysts analyze speculation. Oh what? my god! Yeah, that's, that's, I mean that—that's that, right that's that's some dumb shit right there. Yeah, I can't believe it. I'm watching ESPN. Like, really? You talking about somebody's mm. mock draft right now, and three people are chiming in in a roundtable discussion about a mock draft? Like oh the Jets ESPN. should the Jets definitely shouldn't do that because uh, if they do you got to think about and and it just doesn't make any sense what uh. ESPN does some questionable shit with regard to sports anyway like I remember tuning in to ESPN years ago and and watching this like lumberjack Olympics kind of uh. thing and while it's cool it's fun I think it's cool to watch like to watch these dudes do all this stuff um, but it ain't a sport. <laughs> Right, you know what I mean, or or like darts, yeah, or darts. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. Darts is darts is an activity. That's not a sport. Cornhole, you know. Have you seen cornhole on there? Cornhole is also not a sport. It's fun, but it's not a sport. It's an activity, not a sport. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So uh, I'm Uh, I'm excited for football to get back. If I'm excited for the draft to get here, if only. So that we can stop seeing mock drafts and we can actually talk about what teams actually did. Exactly. Yeah. When is it? It's soon. It's uh. It's longer than you think, man. April 29th. What? That's not so far away. That's just a couple That's weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. That's we got to start doing some uh... bullshit, man. I don't know. I don't think you watch uh, as much ESPN as me. No, uh, I don't. But, well, I, but I, I, I do. I go on to... I go on the Bleacher Report a lot, the website Bleacher Report, uh, and you can't go on there without seeing at least ten mock drafts. It's okay, like, oh, it's, on, it's in writing as well. Damn. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's everywhere, everywhere. Uh, well, I'm. Uh, what are you? Um, besides your uh, pessimism about the decision making of your team, what do you want Atlanta to do? 
I have mixed feelings about what I want Atlanta to do because in one from one angle it makes sense to take a quarterback who could you know sort of uh learn under Matt Ryan for a year and then hopefully take over you know presume well hopefully you don't want to finish as poorly as the Falcons did every year and wind up at the normal like hopefully this is the last time in a long time that we have the number four pick because we suck so bad so given that it does kind of make sense to take what you would hope would be the quarterback of the future that being said um you know the other issue I mean I like the idea of them taking Kyle Pitts at number four um because as good as Julio is, um, you know, he's, he hasn't finished the last two seasons. He's, he's injured the same hamstring two years in a row. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it it could very well be the beginning of the end for him. Um, You know, and he's a pretty good trade asset. If he wanted to trade him for something as horrible as that sounds to trade Julio Jones. Um, But, you know, all players' careers come to an end. Um, and it's made me more than a little nervous that he's injured the same hamstring two years in a row. Um, so I don't think it's crazy to think that Atlanta would pick someone who's really good at catching the football because that's kind of what their whole offense is built around that. Yeah, at times so, their offense looks fantastic too. So adding another yeah, it's, piece of, I don't know. Yeah, I think, it's, uh, it's meant to be a, a high-powered, high-flying offense. I feel it's like it's <laughs> it's hard for me, and maybe I'm too old school in my thinking, but it's hard for mm. me to understand a team taking a quarterback in the top five of the draft mm-hmm. and then that quarterback mm. sitting for a year. Yeah. Because it feels like you take yeah. somebody, who, whomever you take in the first round should immediately help your team. So that's why I would understand with that position being um, – the position in the draft being so so prime and the way everybody's hyping it up so much right now, I would understand mm-hmm. if Atlanta were to fleece somebody for that spot so that they could take one of these five quarterbacks everybody's talking about, which only one or two mm-hmm. of them are really going to be great, uh, most likely, statistically. Sure, yeah. But I, yeah. Can, but no, I can understand waiting till later and then getting a quarterback that's a project. And then you have Matt Matt Ryan feeling okay. All right, I you know play a, few, a couple more years, and then the quarterback kind of a Jordan Love type of situation in uh, Green Bay. I would be kind of okay with them. I mean, okay, the financial reality is that the Falcons are stuck with Matt Ryan um, for probably at least two more years. Mm-hmm. Um, they're never going to get another team to want to pick up that contract right. um, and cutting him because Matt Ryan. Exactly. Cutting him is cap hell. And Matt Ryan does not have, uh, he, he has the stats, but he doesn't have the record, um, for somebody to want to take a chance on or like, Oh, the only thing we're really missing in our lineup is Matt Ryan. Nobody's, nobody's saying that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he's a good quarterback, obviously he's got the stats to prove it, but you know, it's not like, I just don't think there's a lot of people out there that are thinking that Matt Ryan is going to solve their problems and that they would like to pay him out the ass to come to their team. I think Um, his neck is just a little bit too long. mm, And when you have a a neck like that. (laughs) 
you would think that would be a good thing. Like he'd be able to see over the line a little better, but he always <laughs> manages always... to get his ass sacked. Uh, he has a... <laughs> Somebody put a, a voodoo curse on him. Uh, they put a little doll on the 35 yard line <laughs> and that's where yeah, he exactly. will be sacked. <laughs> I'm, I'm still like, I, I, I get, I'm really hoping that I get a chance to go see them uh, in oh, London. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I get the vaccine. Um, I think that would be a cool, a cool trip. Um, but yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. So what's going it's on news wise, man? <clears throat> what is going on news wise? Since the last time we spoke on the podcast, uh, the Jets traded Sam Darnold to the Panthers. Oh yeah. We haven't talked about that. Yeah. I know. I know. It's been out there for a little while, obviously, but, uh, yeah, we haven't talked about it. Um, who won? I mean, who won that? I mean, well, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, hard to say. I mean, I mean, Sam Darnold is one of those guys that like, you know, like we were just talking about with the draft, like they thought he was one of these, you know, great quarterbacks coming out of the draft. And it just, you, you always kind of wonder like, does it, you know, did it not go well for him because he was playing with Adam Gase? Um, and will he thrive as a Panther? Uh, will he live up to his potential? Perhaps, uh, maybe, um, you know, but the Jets obviously have their pick of whatever quarterback they want mm-hmm. at this point in the draft. So, um, so it sort of remains to be seen who they're going to take. I guess most people are assuming they're going to take Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. but, but then again, you don't really know. I, um, they might end up doing the same. They might end up doing the same thing twice, man. Taking the overhyped Maybe. quarterback because I always thought, I always thought mm. Sam Darnold was overhyped. Man, they were spoon feeding him to us, and then the Jets mm. took him, and I was never worried. I didn't. I was uh, never worried. Uh, I certainly hope that you're right, given that he's now in the uh, NFC South and is going to be playing against the Falcons twice a year. Uh, I welcome Sam Darnold uh, to the South. <laughs> I don't um, think he. I mean, you know, quarterbacks have the it factor. Some like a mm-hmm. like that he got it, and I yeah. don't think he's got it. No, I don't think so either. But he's sometimes. I, I mean, so he can. Uh, he's faster than you expect. Like out of the park. Like he can sneak around a little bit, do some stuff like that. But then yeah. he'll just make a dumbass pass, and it's yeah. like, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I, and I, as he, always, I hope I'm wrong. He does make a lot of mistakes. Uh, obviously, I mean, the big question that this kind of brings up, which has not been settled yet, is what happens to Teddy Bridgewater. Um, oh, yeah. You know, because he's at Carolina. Uh, I don't can't imagine they're going to keep both of these guys. Maybe through camp. To go through some. Maybe, but I, I feel like if Teddy really wants to play this year, he should leave sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't that like, up Because if Carolina? you get cut at camp, like – but I mean, if you get cut while you're at camp, like who's going to pick you up then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who's yeah, who, who needs a, a quarterback at that point? Yeah, maybe yeah. He should demand trade. Uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater. Like I think the one team that if I was a quarterback, I'm trying to get to is Denver, and Bridgewater and Denver might be a nice look. Could be. Um, I think it's an upgrade from Drew Locke, who I think is one of the bottom <clears throat> ten quarterbacks in the league. Starter. Sadly for Teddy, for, I think very sadly for Teddy B, he is probably now going to be just a 
uh, a backup quarterback for somebody. Yeah. Like, like that's just what he is now. Yeah, he's destined for journeyman uh, mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor, Matt Schaub, uh, Matt mm-hmm. Moore. Yeah, to be that guy who's <laughs> a, a very serviceable <laughs> Matt Schaub. <laughs> Matt Schaub. <laughs> a serviceable backup quarterback. And hopefully he doesn't follow in the footsteps of Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think Teddy's a backup now. Teddy Man. B stands for Teddy Backup. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Backup. Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy Backup. Uh, what else? Wait, I want to oh, try this, I saw. I want to try something. Yeah, go ahead. Here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Shit, I was not ready for that. <laughs> I wanted to see if it worked on here, and I'm glad. <laughs> Yeah, it works. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was funny. Uh, uh, news breaks that Julian Edelman is retiring after being cut by the... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I feel the exact... That's exactly how I feel about it. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, uh, I saw that. He, he, yeah. He got cut by the Patriots like, just so he could retire as a Patriot. Yeah, he, he had a pretty rough knee injury last year, and it didn't. He wasn't recovering very well from it, and he he failed his uh, physical. So they, so they cut him. Um, you know, but this fucking a, guy. They did him a solid so that he can end his career as a Patriot. Wasn't that the whole deal? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I certainly will not be crying any tears for Julian Edelman, despite the fact that he's obviously was very good at what he did. Agreed. Um, that catch that he made against the Falcons in the Super Bowl, it, aside from all the other mistakes that were made, that was the one that really just kind of broke us in half. Yeah. This impossible catch that you probably remember, where it's like when they went to replay, I just kept like, please tell me that that yeah. ball touched the ground. <laughs> Yeah. Like, please. And it's like, God damn it. He kept his hand underneath it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I was so angry. I thought for sure. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. They're overturning that shit. Fuck yeah. no. Oh, I was so pissed. Anyway. So, yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> that was the today's uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Retire. Retire in hell. And uh, <laughs> unless you know what I kept waiting for, I kept waiting for Tom Brady. He he did tweet something really nice, um, but given the whole like he pulled Gronk out of retirement, yeah. I kind of almost expected Tom Brady to tweet like a picture of a creamsicle, like come and get it, <laughs> you, you know, like come on down, baby, we got creamsicles, baby. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I guess that's not in the in the cards. He seems to be done. Damn. Uh, so, oh well, another one bites. We got, yeah, we got a couple of. Let's see, what, there was one signing. Oh, I, the only reason I, our man um, Dunbar, uh, DeAndre Baker's mm-hmm. alleged uh, backyard barbecue uh, robbing partner uh, <laughs> has signed with the Detroit Lions. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, There's no trouble be, to be gotten into in that town. <laughs> he's gonna get some kneecaps for real. Yeah, he. I mean, he couldn't possibly get in trouble in Detroit, right? There's no trouble there. <laughs> oh, and uh, and Dan Campbell as his coach is out here chewing up kneecaps. So uh, Dunbar, <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, gonna exactly. be fucking people up. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, what else? Oh, I thought. Have you seen these Aaron Rodgers clips of him doing Jeopardy, hosting guest host of Jeopardy? I saw he really wanted this? the job. I I thought he did pretty good. I haven't seen the. I haven't uh, seen him uh, in, in action, but I heard that he was really he really wanted it. Yeah, and he seems to think, according to this one article that I found, that he, so right now Jeopardy after Alex Trebek died, uh, they're doing a series of like guest hosts of Jeopardy, celebrity guest hosts, and Aaron Rodgers is a total Jeopardy nerd, um, and I think he's it sounds as if he's kind of trying to get the job full time, and g- given you know. The NFL schedule is only 17 weeks, and then, of course, the playoffs. Uh, And Jeopardy, you know, shoots at a different time of the year. He seems to think that he might actually be able to do both of these jobs at the same time. Um, Wow. So he says, uh, quote, I don't think I need to give up football to do it. They fill 46 days a year. I worked 187 days this year in Green Bay. That gives me... 178 days to do Jeopardy. Oh, look at him doing like the I quick could... math like Alex Trebek. Was. Yeah. He's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he thinks that he could fit it in and presumably be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers as well as the the permanent host of Jeopardy. So wow. we'll see. I, I don't that know way. about you, but I'm a big fan of uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think he's very charismatic. I like the guy, mm-hmm. uh, even though some people say he's arrogant or whatever. Uh, yeah. But I always liked him, and I think it'll be cool if he did pull that off. But I heard that uh, Jeopardy is think bringing it... in uh, at the last minute. They brought in um, another NFL player to audition named Jordan Love, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> the, he has no the... TV experience. Yeah. At all. <laughs> no TV experience, <clears throat> but they just said they wanted to keep uh, Aaron Rodgers on his toes. <laughs> Shit. He better watch out, Jordan Love. He's gonna wind up at the bottom of a frozen lake. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers yeah. gonna kill that dude. I'm I'm interested to uh, see what they do in uh in Wisconsin in Green Bay about uh about yeah. with that whole situation, like how it's gonna move on. That's something I'm watching from afar to see when they make that move because a lot of people are saying that this Jeopardy thing is kind of Aaron Rodgers signaling that. Hey, he wants to make his move out towards California. Hmm. Well, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, the funniest thing to come from the Jeopardy um, episode that I saw, the one little clip. There was a guy where they, you know, where they ask a, where they say a statement, and and you have to answer it with a question. Mm-hmm. And one of the contestants, he didn't know, he didn't have the right answer, so he just wrote, "Who kicked." who decided to kick that field goal or who, <laughs> who wanted to kick that field goal. You remember from that yeah, yeah. in the playoffs when, when they kicked a the field goal, instead of giving them a chance to go for it. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty funny little clip. I'll post it on the, on the, uh, on the Facebook group because Aaron Rodgers just kind of bows his head and he's like, that is a very good answer uh, <laughs> or very good question rather, but not the right one in this particular case. Wow. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Uh speaking of the group, man, if anybody's interested in uh checking out a little extra stuff, then uh Svenafel Pod group on Facebook is where we're at and uh communicating with you guys. So 
Check mm-hmm. that out if you if you're still into Facebook. <clears throat> also, if any of you are uh, you know flush with cash, you have you know a couple of hundred million dollars in your pocket. Maybe you'd be interested in buying the Los Angeles Chargers, mm. which apparently are in some financial turmoil. Uh, it says here the Chargers might need to be sold uh, given that the family trust is currently $353 million in debt. I didn't know the Trumps own the Chargers. <laughs> I know, right? And you know what's funny about this? They're $353 million in debt, um, and the team may need to be sold off in order for the for the family to pay money that it owes to various charities. So they have basically Whoa. promised – Hundreds of millions of dollars to different charities, and then they can't pay up. What's or they, or they were saying they were giving money to charity, <clears throat> and now it's time to pay up because they were using that as like you know collateral or whatever. That whole. Or thing. they have their own charity and they're just extorting money from it. Who the fuck knows? Speaking of Trump, um, yeah, exactly, same kind of shit. So yeah, so the charges might be for sale. I don't know if you want to, you know, maybe we could, oh. you and I could like team up. We could buy it together. You know? <laughs> we could buy um a chair, one stadium seat. <laughs> right. That's what I can afford. Yeah. Uh the Chargers are valued at two point six billion dollars, according to Forbes. What's the name uh, of the family? Good question. Where is it? Spanos. Chargers owner Dean Spanos believes the Chargers oh, need to be sold now. Yeah, Spanos. It's a family thing. Apparently, the sisters are involved too. Mm, yeah, so that's kind of weird, given that they uh, hey make all see. this money from the NFL. They are just everybody living outside of their means, man. I mean, it was just a couple of years. What was it? 2017. They moved the team to Los Angeles from San Diego. Chargers had to pay a 650 million dollar relocation fee. Damn, to their favorite charity. themselves yeah (laughs) oh jeff bezos might buy the franchise of course of course he's not gonna uh, i don't think the owners will sign off on it jeff bezos is reportedly worth 180 billion dollars i don't think the owners would like that like jerry jones you can you can see him like fuck that guy man He'd just be jealous because there'd be somebody richer in the league yeah, than him. Exactly. And then Bezos would probably upgrade the team to just be this crazy, yeah. It might be good mm. for the NFL. Give a little bit of a humble pie to all of these owners in the old old boys club or whatever it's called. Mm. Any mm-hmm. updates on uh, Deshaun Watson? Yes. There are updates on Deshaun Watson. It's uh, 103 girls now. <laughs> yeah he's yeah he's going through a massage therapist like like it's underwear <laughs> well okay so the houston uh police department has finally announced an actual police investigation into this case mm. um oh, you know wow. up until now this thing has just been playing out in social media and civil court of course uh, well they they have one of the victims has finally gone public with her name and done a press conference. Um, <clears throat> so Nike uh, and a bunch of other sponsors have 
have dropped what Beats, I think was one of them. Nike, Beats, mm-hmm. and a bunch of uh, others. Beats by Dre, right? And now, yeah, exactly. Or is it Ni- their, you said Nike uh, Beats? No, not I said Nike and Beats. Oh, Beats, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, but yeah, they canceled their endorsement deals with him. Um, so it's really kind of starting to pile up on him. I just don't see how this guy plays this year, honestly. Um, and perhaps never again. I mean, it's it's just something. Again, we keep coming back to this: the the sheer number. Like, if you just add up the twenty-two yeah. who are accusing him of being a a a predator, and the eighteen who are saying he's a good guy. It's like, dude, why do you have so many fucking massage therapists? Like, this is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also the other thing that he's done. I guess he had to do this, but it doesn't. I don't think it necessarily makes him look better. But now his attorney is saying that there were they're admitting that there were sexual encounters with some of these massage therapists, but they were totally consensual. Like even so, that man, like if I, if I had um, somebody who was working for me as a massage therapist and I'm single and you know what I mean? And, and all of that stuff and a famous football player, I would change the relationship from customer massage therapist and then engage with the person. I would think that's, I don't know. I'm hoping that I would have that type of insight to not even make it look weird. I would be thinking like that at all times, especially as as much as these guys look at themselves as targets for stuff. Okay, here it is. Like he, it's it not really that. feels like he's he has these uh, this behavior seems like predatory. Totally, and it's really this is to me this kind of falls into that category of like I really don't think it's that hard to be a good guy. Like if you. I'm not saying like if you have a massage therapist who comes over and gives you a massage and you find yourself attracted to her, the appropriate thing to do would be to let the massage happen, let her leave and then strike up a conversation with her later and be like, Hey, look, I was, maybe this is weird and maybe you don't have to massage me again, but I was kind of thinking it would be nice if we could go out to dinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if if it's not dinner, if if you, if you only want sex, Say that too. Sure. There's nothing wrong with that either. Sure. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't even have yeah. to be romantic, but it's like separated from the yeah. transactionary. I part. find I find myself physically attracted to you and I'm wondering if you want to, you know, do things to each yeah. other. I don't know. I you can tell I've been married for a long time. I don't know how to write sex text <laughs> messages. You send uh, uh you send a raven. <laughs> <laughs> back back when you were uh were talking to women you were sending a raven oh uh, mistress madam <laughs> send the raven yes i was wondering if you would like to do things to each other in in bed <laughs> would you like to be uh what, what they call it um when you have someone, you had them in a biblical sense. Would you like to have me later? <laughs> yes, we're going to have each other. It'd be great. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, I, I mean, this whole thing, I mean, this is a real shit show for the Texans, too, because, I mean, who did they um, – didn't they bring somebody in? Who Did, did they get Dwayne Haskins? No, that was, was it them? Uh, the Steelers. Oh, that was the Steelers. Somebody, I can't Texans remember. Texans are well, whatever. like they're just <laughs> blindly just going on as if nothing's happening, man. <clears throat> that's maybe that's a spot I, for Bridgewater. That's a stopgap thing you can do. Bring Bridgewater into Houston. True. 
And then uh, when uh, Deshaun Watson figures his stuff out, thanks for your service, Bridgewater. Lay on back to the uh, to the backup position. Or maybe their best chance is just to like to be terrible for another year, get a high draft pick, which they. Do they have a draft pick next year? Guess who or do you it? guys have that? <laughs> no, you guys have the draft pick from next year too? Yes. <laughs> Their first round draft pick belongs to Miami for next year as well. Yeah. Jesus. That Okay, you know what? The Texans are the dumbest team in the NFL, period. Yeah, man. But they have Laramie they just... Tunzel. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh. Oh, my God. Um. Mm. Okay, well, uh, sticking with the uh, criminal section of this podcast, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I this story bothered the shit out of me. This is about um, Dan Snyder from the Washington football team. Okay, did you read about this? No, I where didn't. so so the NFL has been investigating the Washington football team for a variety of um, um, horrible things, a lot of sexual harassment toxic environment in the mm. workplace um really gross things that they did with the cheerleaders taking oh, yeah, them yeah. on some I kind of take yeah. it was supposed to be a photo shoot but then they brought donors along to watch them get naked and stuff it's gross um so anyway um we spoke about this maybe last week or the week before uh, the league gave dan schneider permission to buy out his other sort of my, minority owners so that he could own the team outright, making it more difficult to get rid of Dan Snyder, of course. Um, and now apparently, according to the Washington times, the, the uh, independent investigation into the Washington football team resulted in the investigators suggesting that Dan Snyder be forced to sell the team. What? And the NFL has completely ignored this suggestions yeah oh um, shit <clears throat> and there's a group who are these people ba, 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 ba. wow yeah the attorneys the attorneys who were representing some of these women released this statement said we're shocked that you have not only ignored a reported recommendation for Snyder to sell the team, but have instead facilitated an arrangement that leaves Mr. Schneider in a stronger ownership ownership position than before. Today's actions by the NFL and its owners give everyone great concern that your past statements characterizing the conduct of the organization as abhorrent were just hollow and meaningless words Lip to service. appease those who have bravely stepped forward and spoken up. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. I'm. I don't know why uh, I'm. I'm shocked and surprised. But god damn, again, <laughs> like the NFL just mm. can't. It sucks, man. I love the sport, mm. man. But god damn it, yeah. I can't stand the organization. It's true. There's a lot of stuff like that, and there's more of that to come in this podcast. Um, <laughs> some of the other stories that I wanted to talk about as well. But yeah, it's oh. it's frustrating. Lay it on me, man. What's the uh, next one? Uh, well, some of the other there were there were some rule proposals. Those were kind of interesting, I guess. I don't know, maybe not that interesting. Onside kick. I don't know. What do you think about the onside kick? Should they just get rid of it? I feel like they should just get rid of it. I like what we were talking about uh, last time about possibly. Well, yeah. Taking the ball. Third, uh, fourth and fifteen, wasn't it? Yeah. I like that. I know one 
Yeah, I like that too. It increases <clears throat> the odds. It makes it exciting. Um, and then the limit on it, so you can do it only three times, you know. Uh, but uh, the onside, I just I mean, feel like they're choking. The, I think if you're gonna, if you're allowed to do an onside kick, they should be allowed to run up until the line. But stationary, the they, you know, they, you know how they made the rule a couple of years ago that you don't run yeah. to the line anymore. That makes it onside kick yeah. impossible to convert. So if they're mm-hmm. going to keep the onside kick, they should allow the players to be able to run up to the line. Yeah. Well, the the proposed rule change that they have is um, it would require the receiving team to have no more than nine players lined up in the step-up zone, which is defined mm-hmm. as the area between 10 and 25 yards from the spot of the kickoff. Currently, the NFL team uh, NFL teams allow always put either 10 or 11 players in that zone. So I guess they're trying to kind of increase the percentage um okay so nine players out of the 11 okay mm. uh, that's that's i think if you okay do that limit it to nine and then allow them to run up to the ball i mean to the line of scrimmage <clears throat> because it's the reason they can't run is because of safety but i don't think it's a safety thing anymore when the ball is only traveling 10 yards mm-hmm but yeah. the not the not running is a safety thing if everybody's blocking and you have a head start running and all of that shit. Yeah, that's safer for a full-on kickoff. But an onside kick, everybody knows it's onside anyway, so they should be allowed to run. <clears throat> yeah. I, yeah, I think, I think that, that's of... what I would change if I was in charge. Um, mm. uh, or do the 4th and 15th thing. Um, the other useless thing the NFL did this past week was they made a statement about the, uh, the, the voting laws in Georgia. Um, I don't know if you heard about that, but, uh, well, they basically changed the laws. The, the Republican legislature in Georgia changed the laws to make it harder for black people yeah. to vote, which is what they do when they lose, right? They, they don't need to lose to do that. They do that anyway. Yeah, um, I, I know about that, and the, and uh, and uh, who was it that made everybody look bad? Oh, the baseball, Major League Baseball made everybody everybody feel like they had to do something because Major League Baseball <coughs> moved right. the All Star game. Yeah, and that's exactly where this story comes from because in, in the wake of Major League Baseball making everybody look bad, the NFL was like, okay, well, we have to say something, but they released this statement. I don't even know like where you need to go to school. I guess it's law school that you need to go to in order to release a statement where you say something where you're actually saying absolutely fucking nothing at the same time. Law school. I mean, the (laughs) statement is like, it makes, I I would read it, but it's like so boring. Um, But at the end of it, it's like, it doesn't specifically address the controversy at all. Um, It's just like a blank statement. (laughs) People should be allowed to uh, voice their opinions and the NFL agrees with that. Like that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our commitment okay, fuck it. Our commitment to the right to vote uh and to fair transparent election is unwavering and NFL votes was not an issue for just one election cycle. We will continue this important work in upcoming elections and will actively support voters and the rights to vote across the country as we did in 2020. It goes on and on and on, but it never really says anything at all. It doesn't say that um, uh, what George is doing is irresponsible. That's all I had to say. Nope. We don't we do no. not uh, we think that uh uh stopping somebody from 
voting or making it harder to vote is un-American and unpatriotic. They could have said something like that, which is as general and as slap on the wrist as you can get. Yeah, they said nothing. Wow, uh, weak sauce. And I, in all honesty, I think they were just glad that it didn't happen in the middle of their season. Like, oh, this isn't our fight. This is Major League Baseball's problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, of course, the Super Bowl, it's not like you have anything hanging over Atlanta concerning the NFL, nothing special. You know, like, <laughs> it's not like the Super Bowl is scheduled to be in Atlanta next year. Um, <laughs> is it? <clears throat> it was a couple years ago. Yeah, it was a couple years when ago. When they had Maroon 5. But, could, but, but I did see it. Yeah, yeah that was terrible. Um <laughs> But um, but there is a chance that this could pop up somewhere else. Uh, I was reading about, you know, because I think the Super Bowl is in Arizona, not this year, but next year. Mm-hmm. Um, or not this season, but the, the, the following season. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lord knows Arizona is no stranger to um, changing their voting laws for racist reasons. Uh, An ID, so. ID thing. Yeah, and they did actually. They pulled the Super Bowl from from Arizona once before because Arizona refused to acknowledge Martin Luther King Day. That was oh, I remember that. When shit. was that? That you was know, a while ago. Um, we lived in Texas one year when um, the school mm. the they didn't recognize Martin Luther King Day, and mm. um, I used to pride myself on perfect attendance. And my mom was like, "Not mm-hmm. this year." <laughs> She's like, you're not going to school Monday. <laughs> and then I came back, and then I remember my teachers asking me, uh, why weren't you here yesterday? And I was like, because it was Martin Luther King's day. Why were you, why were you here? You know, I, was, I had that type of attitude. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I felt proud that, like, I, I stood up for something at the age of seven years old. But it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm, that they that's cool. They wouldn't honor Dr. King Day. Yeah, uh, they always will yeah. in, in Georgia, no matter what. Of course, oh, yeah. As much as these Republican douchebags hated to celebrate Martin Luther King, they had to in Georgia. There was no choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Did you ever go to his house? Some more. Oh yeah, many times. I lived not very far from there when I'm after I not where I grew up, but when I moved out of the house, I used to live in this old. It was old bakery that was transformed into like you know, art working living spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was right around the corner from Auburn Avenue where his house was or is still is. Um, and I used to go down to the Ebenezer Baptist church just to watch the old black ladies come out after yeah. church with their big hats on. <laughs> <With> the hats. <laughs> uh, and we would go to this soul food restaurant. that was right next to the Ebenezer Baptist church called the beautiful. And they had this like buffet style soul food restaurant. That was just out of fucking sight. It was so oh, good. Man. It was the I, best, <laughs> best, best meal in town, and the most like kind of like entertaining group of people sitting in the restaurant for sure. It was oh, a blast. Doctor King's house is where I learned that uh, that my voice was really soft. Like, okay, I had How gone so? through puberty. I was like uh, twelve years old, 10, 11 years old, something like that. And we went uh-huh. to Atlanta on like a family trip. And my mom had her, yeah. you know, cameras used to be all bulky. So she filmed me. And then on the video, I was like, this is Dr. Martin Luther King's house, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I was upstairs in somebody's gigantic house because we were we were marking on how big and nice these black people's houses were in Atlanta. It felt like everybody was rich. <laughs> and then I came downstairs from, and, I, and I, I could hear somebody talking on there. And I thought it was Mickey Mouse on TV, but it was me. And I was like, this is Dr. Martin Luther King's house. <laughs> 
actually slept right in here in the bedroom. And I was like, why do I sound like that? My mom's like, that's how you talk. And I was like, oh, I'm not talking until puberty. <laughs> that's it. I'm not saying another word. Nothing else. <laughs> he actually laid his head right here on the bed. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I would highly recommend if you're ever in Atlanta, go check that out. Uh, there's also like down the road from his house. Also, before you get to the Ebenezer Baptist church where he used to preach is a really cool museum. Um, it's yeah, it's worth a visit. It's cool. Nice man. And the Um, underground mall too. I would suggest that too. Yeah. That's always interesting. Yeah, They made a mall out of the old underground railroad. Isn't that what that is? Yeah, it was the old railroad tunnels. Yeah, yeah. For but it was, I thought it was underground. Like that, the slaves. Oh, maybe it was that actually. I don't know. I don't now know. I, I don't know. Now it's got like stores and it's yeah, it's like a basic mall where you got candy stores, clothing stores, Hooters. Yeah. I used to work down there. I worked at the Hooters down in Underground Atlanta. Oh damn! I never checked yeah. to see if you had nice boobs. <clears throat> but, yeah. Uh... <laughs> no, they didn't let me on the floor. Believe it or not. <laughs> My ass was in the kitchen frying chicken wings. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, more NFL trouble. You got Britt Reed, uh, son of Andy Reed, has finally oh, officially yeah. been charged with DWI. Yeah. Um, I don't know for anybody who forgot this story. Uh, this was was it the night before the Super Bowl? Something like Maybe. something like that. The week of, definitely. It was it was the it was a few days before the Super Bowl. He leaves, presumably has left the Chiefs facility drunk, which is the big question now. Like, why was he drinking at the Chiefs facility, at yeah. the practice facility, uh, and smashed into two cars that were parked on the side of the road, and put one injured several people and put a five year old girl in a coma. Five-year-old girl is now out of the hospital, but oh wow, is, good. Well, yeah, it, it, she's uh, apparently suffered what the family is describing as permanent brain injuries. Um, so she's she's not. I don't think she's walking. I don't think she's talking either. And they're feeding her through a tube. Like so, this is not. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, five um, years old and re. Yeah. Um, This guy, this is like nepotism at its worst. I mean, he obviously only has the job because he's Andy Reid's son. Uh, He has two previous convictions for drunk driving and road rage uh, from back in the Philadelphia days when Andy Reid was there. Uh, I think he pulled a. Yeah, I think this guy pulled a gun on somebody like. Driving down the highway in Philadelphia, yeah. which to to be fair, I've driven in, Philly. in in Philly. So yeah. um, I didn't have a gun, but if I did, I probably would have pulled it out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, this dude's into some serious trouble, and and now there's probably going to be some investigation into where why he was why essentially why was he getting drunk at the Kansas City Chiefs facility, and did somebody know about it? And mm. I don't know. To me, it's got mm. swept under the rug, written all over it. Um, yeah. Oh, you mean so, like turning a uh, blind eye when he was leaving? 
for it, like uh, yeah. turning blind eye to his actions, regular like uh, his normal thing, like he's always drinking. Yeah, like exactly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You ever drink on a job? Um, oh hell yeah! Man, we used to um at the my one of my old jobs, <laughs> we used to uh mm. you know once everything was chill, we would just sit there and drink, man. And uh, I've driven home, not proud about it at all, but I've driven home buzzed before. Mm. And we're after drinking, uh, fucking stupid. I used to have this. Uh, I used to have this restaurant job in New York at this oh. Malaysian restaurant, and and part of the um, part of that job was, or part of one of the shifts that you you had to do at least once a week. You had to work a, a lunch shift, mm. and then. Follow, you had to work a double basically you had to work a lunch shift and a dinner shift but for the dinner shift you were always the first one to go home mm-hmm. if you worked a double but uh you'd work the lunch shift which nobody would come in it was the most boring day of your life uh and then you got an hour break to go get something to eat and <laughs> we would always go down to this uh <laughs> this caribbean place and just start slamming uh like Bahama strawberry Breeze? banana strawberry banana daiquiris and uh, we would take a walk around the block and smoke a joint before we go back and (laughs) just be completely completely blasted before we went back for the dinner shift was it bahama Uh, breeze the the caribbean spot i I don't remember the name of the place i don't remember great cocktails man we used to get so hammered Man. I'd get so drunk. I'd go back to work and I would, I would, I had these little finger puppets and I would put them on my fingers and I would, I would make people order from my finger. I was like, okay, tell the little <laughs> monster what you want to dinner tonight. And people were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and oh, I would be like, dude, I'm really man. sorry. God. And I would go for, I'm really sorry for his behavior. I, I don't, look, dude, you have to be nice to them. It's not okay. Like, I mean, you it was like, make a character. You need to write that into a show or a movie or something. <laughs> Just that scene. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was bored. I was like, I had to make up something. And wow. Anyway. Let's see. Okay, so now we're on. Well, ugh, ugh. again, another fucking cop. Uh, Minnesota cop shoots unarmed black man. Yeah. Because she thought she was holding a taser. Yeah, I was are you talking to my me? wife about that. Like, why are tasers shaped like guns? It's like <laughs> their, their obsession with that shit. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know why. How could you not know? Or whatever. I mean, I thought the NFL solved this problem already. Me too, man. Right? And it's a, and it's in the same fucking city. <laughs> The George Floyd was while the while the while the trial is happening, like the trial is literally going on right now. So much stuff, man. I got so many thoughts about that shit, man. Like the fact that uh, in these type of things, they always try to show these. uh, They choose a picture of the person looking like um, as least threatening as possible. Which I wish they didn't have to do, but you could tell, like, and 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 you can see that. The thing that they're saying last is that he had warrants out for his arrest. And I wish they could mm-hmm. a- were able to say that straight up. Like, he had warrants for his arrest. And, and, yes, that's true. He tried to flee. Yes, that's true. The punishment for mm-hmm. that is not fucking murder. And no, she's been uh, relieved. She's on administrative leave, I should say, as they get. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because of their union. And I hope she uh, gets criminally prosecuted like uh Derek Shelvin is is being prosecuted now. Um 
Do you know they've only had one policeman uh, convicted in the state of Minnesota ever for killing somebody? And did you I, know that? No, but uh, no, did I did you not know, know that, that uh, it was a black cop. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Are the you only serious? Conviction, the only conviction ever. There's a large Somali population in Minnesota. The only conviction ever in the history of Minnesota is when a Somali officer uh, rolled down his window, accidentally shot, uh, or according to him, accidentally shot this woman who's looking for directions or something, a white woman. And it's the only time they've ever prosecuted somebody and uh, to conviction a cop. See, th- this is why I became a Swedish citizen. Yeah, I understand that. that. I understand that. This is when you can let you can in these type of situations you can set your American citizenship to the side, and then mm-hmm. embrace your Swedish citizenship. And I'm stuck with just one, so you've uh, you've convinced me. I'm going to be a traitor as well. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah, man. This shit, I'm laughing to keep from crying, man. This shit is it's it's horrible, man. And and like I said, I wish that we could just say that uh, these people can the cops gotta put their goddamn egos like they you should be able to hit like, i shouldn't say you should be able to i think that uh you should live you should survive after punching a cop hitting a cop shooting a cop you should survive after all of these things <laughs> uh cursing at a cop like it's like so much ego that you would expect the bigger person to always be the person of authority but it's them hmm. that never can take, like, they can never take anything from you. And I might have said it on here before, but I, it brings to mind when I was in New Jersey and I was going to pick my wife up uh, from work and I was parked in a fire lane because she worked in a strip hmm. mall. She worked in a, like a gym. So I'm parked outside the gym in the fire lane. She's walk. I see her coming. And the cops like, rose his window down. And I was like, hey, hey officer, I do my little smile. My, uh... My good Negro smile, you know what I'm saying? That I had to do to stay alive and shit. Hey, how's it going, boss? <laughs> and the cop is like, uh, move your car. And I was like, I'm just waiting on my wife. She's, I see her right there. She's coming in to say, move your car. And I was Jesus. just like, damn. So I drive around the block, come back around. She was like, why'd you leave? And I was like, the cop was being a dick. Why you got to be a dick to be a cop? You already have the authority. Take the high road. Oh, you going to? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. She's right there. All right, man. But you know, you can't normally sit in the fire lane. All right. Take care. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. This is what cops need to uh, be trained in and de-escalation instead of, why is there? T- t- I don't yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. Um, Taser should be at the shoulder or some shit. Maybe then. If you're going to tase somebody, you have to reach up to your shoulder. There's no way to confuse it with reaching for your gun to the wrong side. I got a solution for this. You, They need to design ta- uh, tasers that are a little more like, like Spider-Man, you know, where you just go, you know, where you just, <laughs> where you lift your hand up, you know, and it's the but taser then, shoots out from your wrist. Yeah, but you know how many right? more tasers there'll be? If you could do it like Spider-Man, they'll tase for everything or that. <laughs> that would be funny, actually. You go in to like, you know, someone's like, oh, here, your coffee's ready. And you just reach out to grab it and you accidentally do your wrist like this. And you like shock the poor <laughs> idiot at Starbucks. You know, you're like, or, uh, you shock somebody's <laughs> finger puppet at a restaurant. Yeah. yeah, 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 that would be tragic. Have you seen the, uh, the show Watchmen? 
No, I haven't. I've heard good things about it though. It's really good, and and I like I love that the director's like, um, I'm only doing one season. What do you mean? <laughs> but it's it's really good, and um, they have it where so it's, it's like a alternate future or whatever, and they talk yeah. about the Oklahoma City tragedy, the Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a great it's, story. It's, it's pretty cool. The uh, not that story, but the <laughs> the uh, the way. No, but I mean that's is a. F- it's a fascinating story, the Black yeah. Wall Street story. I'm very familiar with it. Yeah, so uh, the cops on that show, because of uh, the history and the Oklahoma City and all of that stuff, they make mm-hmm. it where they almost, um, I shouldn't say overcorrected, but they change the way they police because of all of the, for people that don't know, look it up, Oklahoma City. It was a prominent um, portion of Oklahoma City that was black, and then white people got mad and fucking massacred all of the people in the town uh and they call it burned black it wall to street. the ground yeah they burned it to the ground it's, uh, it's called black wall street so look that up and uh get sad for a little bit anyway uh, <laughs> on the show uh, part of the overcorrection is they have you have to call in to release your weapon in your car mm-hmm. so if you're like a cop and they're calling in like hey man um can you release my gun i think they're these people are trying to hurt me and then they're like, uh, can you give the reason, blah, blah, blah. And they're looking up, the person's looking up the rules. And then they finally release your gun and then you can take it out and use it. If they had something like that where you have to go through all of these steps before you can use your weapon, that might be good, man. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. I mean, it, it, I understand that it's one of those jobs where, you know, you need to make some pretty intense uh, split-second decisions. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. There has taking, to be some taking a life. It shouldn't be. Should be last no. fucking resort. Like people talk about, Mike Brown was beating up that cop, or whatever, uh, and they're talking mm. about how big he was, and that was he was one inch big taller than the cop. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, he was this yeah. giant, gigantic, the gigantic, <laughs> scary black man narrative works every time on people. Oh my god, he must yeah. have been terrified. Uh, uh, and and. I don't know. I think that if you beat up a cop and you were to get taken down and you were to go and have a trial for it, you would the, mm. the punishment would never be murder. So it should never no. be a, a, a acceptable to murder somebody as a cop. That's, a, that's what it comes down to, man. I just say, yeah, you know, it's it's very for me. It's very um, upsetting that now that now that the pandemic is starting to loosen up, you know these these stories that have become less frequent are now starting to come back you know yep. the cop shooting the unarmed black man the mass the mass shooting, shooting at the yep. uh, all that stuff like now that you know and it's one of these things that every time it happens you know there's always one politician who comes out and says you know this is not who we are and it's like really you don't i think it might actually be who, <laughs> who we, we are, are. Yeah. I, I think we might need to sort of face that that okay this is who yeah. we are how do we fix that? You know what I mean? Or come, how do we come to terms with it? Like, all right, you know what? One person in my family is going to be killed by a mass shooting in the next 10 years. It's like, well, this is exactly the American it, life. Exactly. It, precisely why I decided to raise my family here yeah. um, in large part. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> too many guns, too many yeah. fucking guns. Um, Thanks for uh, uh, taking us there, man. Well, Unfortunately, we're still there because I think the saddest story of the week is obviously the story Philip Adams, uh, former cornerback. Uh, mm. Where was this? South Carolina, I think it was. Mm. 
former NFL player allegedly shot, killed five people in South Carolina mm-hmm. on Wednesday before killing himself. Um, and it was I think kids, the, right? Yeah, he he. We don't really know exactly what happened, but or why this happened, but it, it, it appears to have something. He shot his doctor. He was coming to shoot his doctor, who apparently was prescribing him some kind of medita- medication, and 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 decided to stop prescribing this medication. Uh, this investigation is still happening, so they don't know all the details. But yeah, he walked into the house. He killed the doctor. He killed the wife. He killed two grandkids. Damn. He killed the air conditioner repair man who just happened to be there. Um, and then he shot another guy who was there fixing the air conditioning and he survived, but I think he died yesterday. So now the total is six people. Um, and there was a report on Friday, uh, that they're probably going to test. Yep. CTE. Uh, the family has, has, has given them permission to test for CTE. Um, this guy was kind of a journeyman, uh, cornerback. Uh, I think the Falcons might actually be the last team he ever played for. Um, that explains it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's another one of those things, man is, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy that, I don't know. I don't know exactly what was wrong with this guy. Well, I guess we'll find out more within the coming year, but it's just it's like, gonna, really going to come back that he had. Trauma from his mm. in, from his football days. Yeah, Sad, man. And, and that was the first thing that came to my mind when my wife told me the the, the details about this. I was just like, mm. I guarantee you, this dude. Yeah. When you think about Junior Seau, and you think about all of these players that just t- talk about it at length about you know dealing with mm. the early onset dementia and shit like that, and it's yeah. all uh, from these hits, man. And I, think I recently I the saw the. Just, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> I I recently saw the the movie Concussion. I'd never seen it before. I haven't watched it yet. Um, it, I thought it was pretty good. I'll check it out. Uh, it's a little slow moving, but uh, it, it's. I thought Will Smith did a good job pretending to be Nigerian. I was gonna say, did he do the accent? Or Kenyan? I, was he Kenyan or Nigerian? I think he I was thinking Kenyan, Nigerian, actually. but maybe the guy was from Kenya. I don't. I thought he was Nigerian. I can't remember. He's Northern African. Uh, <laughs> Northern African? I can't remember. Well, is that that's the Nigeria, northern part of West Africa. Africa? Yeah, true, but it's like in the northwest. North yeah, that's true. yeah. Sub-Sahara, everything sub-Sahara, basically. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know that part. Uh, I just anyway, know that I'm thirty thirty-six percent Nigerian. Oh, there you go. According to my blood. Nice. Um, but yeah, this is. There's nothing nice to say about this story. It's just really sad. Horrible, um, man. I wish that the NFL would take more responsibility for that. Like, they should just say I wish they like, could... it's a part of the game as well. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a danger of playing our sport, and we understand it, and we will look out for you if you're having trouble. We're here for you, type of thing. But they just act like what? It, it does kind of feel like. That they that they take the stance that it's still even though I mean of course listen they were forced to admit that this was a thing I mm-hmm. mean that's what that whole movie concussion was about um, they knew it was a problem and they didn't want to talk about it um, 
And even now that they know it's a problem, they still, I feel like they're still trying to thread that needle of like, Mm -hmm. how can we acknowledge that this is real um, by not being responsible for it? Um, And mostly they've just, you know, tried to increase the kind of protectiveness of the equipment and all that kind of stuff. But that's obviously no guarantee. Um, But I think I agree with you. I think they would be better off saying like, look, you know, this is what they sign, signed up for. If you want to play this game, this is the danger yeah. that can happen. Like people box, and, people do, uh, people yeah. do MMA. These are all, and we're right up in there with those type of sports where you take blows to the head. We understand that, mm-hmm. and we are doing mm-hmm. our best to make it as safe as possible. But it's a dangerous sport. Just say that, man. What's wrong with being straight mm-hmm. up? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I disagree I know. with someone. And then when you tell the Dan Snyder story. It just makes it make sense again, and I wonder why I I love the game when the people yeah. who own the game are so shitty. Agreed. Um, okay, the last two stories I want to talk about are um, a little on the lighter side. Thank you. Because <laughs> uh, this week was a little depressing, especially with the six people getting killed. Yeah, um yeah. I saw this today. Kevin James is apparently going to play Sean Payton in a movie about Bounty Gate. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be produced by uh, Adam Sandler's company. Oh, no. Is it going to be a comedy? Uh, I guess they're going to turn Bounty Gate into a... It is. It's it's going to be straight to Netflix. Yeah, Adam Sandler. Wow. Uh So that's... I want to see who plays Greg Williams. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah wow i um, gotta see that okay and this was kind of one of the funnier stories that came out uh i don't know if you remember this but it, it appears that the nfl owes the buffalo bills an apology um the the, the league officials released a, a rule video last week uh and they were talking about blindside blocks okay um, and they were showing examples of like, you know, this is what you, instead of doing a blindside block, you can do like this. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and in the video package where they showed examples of what you should do instead of doing a blindside block, they included a clip of a Buffalo Bills player from a playoff game in which he was penalized, not only penalized, but fined <laughs> thousands of dollars for a blindside block and the call stood uh and of course the bills were like wait a second <laughs> um wow. a playoff the team was penalized yeah the team was penalized on the play taking them out of uh uh taking them out of game tying field goal range <laughs> the bills had to had to punt on the on that drive and they wound up losing the game 22 to 19 had the play been called properly the bills may have tied the game uh, to make matters worse, NFL officials reviewed the penalty at the time and not only upheld the call, but decided to fine the Bills player $28,000 for an illegal block. And now, what is this, two years later, they've got it in as an example of, of a good thing to do <laughs> instead of a blindside block. Wow. Uh, Cody Ford was the player. Well, uh, uh, so now was, pardon me if I don't, if I don't feel bad for them. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, and then I thought maybe we could uh, – let's see, where is it? The, you know they got the extra game this year. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, where is it? And I was thinking it'd be kind of fun to take a little, quick little look at some of the best. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> the extra games. Well, right. we'll just go through. Uh, well, one of Panthers versus Texans. That's going to be a shit show. Uh, <laughs> Bridgewater's going to play for the Texans. He's going to play for yeah. both teams. Ooh, that actually could be good. I didn't think about that. If your prediction of Bridgewater uh, or your suggestion, rather, that would that would make that game a little more interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, Eagles are going to be playing the Jets in their extra game. Green shit green. versus shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Falcons will be playing the Jaguars. <laughs> I just, oh, but when you're gonna, gonna really you gonna root, say? you're gonna really root for your team that day. Oh yeah, because of Urban yeah. Meyer. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, we should. Yeah, yeah. We'll watch that one together because we hate that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Who else we got? Falcons, Jaguars. We got Lions are playing the Broncos. That's an extra game. Interesting. Not so much. Damn, they are fucking. Uh, Bears are going to be playing the Raiders. That could be fun. Because mm-hmm. you got the Khalil Mack thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, 49ers will be playing the Bengals. So far, we don't have a really good game yet. <laughs> uh, so this extra game thing is not really working out so great. No. Uh, next up, we got Giants versus the Dolphins. Your extra game will be against the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Should win that game. Yeah, but um, it's not that exciting. Vikings will be playing the Chargers in their extra game. Vikings Chargers? That could be fun. Mm-hmm. That could be could fun. Could be. Could be. Kurt versus Herbert. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Washington football team will be playing against the Bills in their extra game. Uh, Damn, they didn't okay, even now we're getting to, now we're getting into some good ones. Saints versus Titans. That should be a good game. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be right? fun. Yeah, Saints, Titans. That'd be good. Uh <clears throat> maybe uh maybe Jameis Winston will have uh twenty touchdowns and thirty interceptions by then. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Cowboys are gonna play the Patriots in their extra game. Oh, that's gonna be good because mm-hmm. I think the Patriots are gonna be really good next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardinals will be playing the Browns for their extra game. Mm, that's good too. Because that Cardinals could be good. Are, they're kind of going hard right now, and Browns too, man. Cardinals are really trying yeah, to Browns, make, a, make a move. Uh, isn't Cl- I read this morning that Jadavian Clowney is having a meeting with the Browns? Maybe he's going to sign with the Browns. Wow. We'll see. That could be interesting. Um, wow, Jadavian now, Clowney on one side and Miles Garrett on the other. Whew. Could be good. Could be good. Um, now we're getting into prime prime game. Seahawks versus Steelers. I was going to say who the Steelers play. Okay. Seahawks-Steelers. That could be good. Uh, it might be Dwayne Haskins, too. That's true. It could <laughs> suck, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buccaneers will be playing the Colts in their extra game. Mm, that will be good for me to see Tom Brady get his ass whooped by the defense. God, I hope so. <laughs> um, Rams are going to be playing the Ravens. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be really good. My, that Stafford. Be good. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, what is probably the most sort of marquee matchup, at least considering quarterbacks, is uh, the Packers will be playing the oh, Kansas the Chiefs. City Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, eventually. I think they'll get it going. With the, uh, it depends, man. It's going to be rotating. I feel like I'm starting to. With a division, it would have been better. I agree with you that it maybe it should have been regional. That's what I mean. Maybe it should always be north versus north, south versus south. That's what we thought it was, but the rotation keeps you from playing twice a year. That's what it is. I know. I but I do. I agree. I do think that would be a better way to build rivalries. Yeah. On a a regional. On a regional level, um, because you know some of these games, and especially it's like okay, well, the team that finished last in their division versus the team that finished last in their division, like that's really supposed to be the best game. Yeah, but that's what for they next do. year. That's what they do anyway. That's what they yeah, do I regularly so. throughout the when you play the off division, you play the same level. Who knows? You know what I mean? After the draft and after all these free agent signings, like maybe some of these teams that we think are boring are going to be interesting. Yeah, which is why you know? uh, this is another reason why uh, mock drafts are stupid and, um, strength, <laughs> of, and <laughs> strength of schedule before the season is like right now is stupid too. Because that's what's yeah. going to be next. They're going to release the schedule, and then you're going to have all of these strength of schedule things that come out. That's stupid, too. But I like seeing these uh, these cross-conference matches. I think they'll get the hang of it. It's going to get good. But uh, it's going to be hit or miss if they do it like this. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, Everybody listening, we thank you. Can't thank you enough. Sorry for missing out last week, uh, but hopefully this, this long episode um, made up for it. Right? I hope so. Yeah. And we should be yeah. back next week. Um, we know that definitely mm-hmm. during the season we're going to be very regular. But, you know, we'll be we'll be back when we can. And um, I hope we got to start doing some draft talk. We should go through the the, the top prospects and, and talk about them next week. Yeah, we'll Maybe. do it. We'll do it next week because I've been I'm, a, I'm so annoyed. I'm sorry, man. I'm in a bad mood draft wise. But uh, yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll dig in. And we'll, yeah, next week we'll do that. We'll be back next week with some draft talk. But thanks for checking us out. Um, it's been Jonathan Rollins. Skiff Misara. And we will see you next episode. Take care. Peace. Later, y'all. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns